I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. together welcome everyone to the lovely man show it'll be the last time we do football until probably around the draft and that's what's uh, mostly going to go on other than me and billy just bullshitting of course when we're uh you know sitting around talking shit and i'm cab manning he's billy body what's up billy boy i am the show's late this week i don't know we just got too we got very engrossed in our wrestling stuff our friend won the Royal rumble so it's not surprising yeah, you know I can say that, and everybody universally around the world knows that, that what the Royal Rumble is. You know, I think it's the most bigger than Wrestle. I think it's like almost bigger than WrestleMania because over here, mm. like he was doing like radio and stuff over here, and everybody knew that it was the Royal Rumble. Like I think over here, they think it's like some kind of it's like a championship or something that he's won. But oh. well, you know, it's um, we we bet together, and you you know you're gracious enough to have me like I send you money so you could bet for me in England because they have great website for betting a million odds all this. Mm. So Billy had told me, oh you got to get a VPN, it'll mask your you know where you're at. So I'm like, oh this is great. So I get this thing from Norton. It's a just an app. You type in VPN and you could disguise where you're at and and actually say where you're at if you want to. Like I said, I'm in London. Boom, and then I'm able to get into the website. Right. So. I'm trying to sign up to this thing, and I'm moving along, getting past things, I'm getting past things, and then it says, verify who you are. (laughs) And it's like, we need a license picture, uh, a passport, uh, bills, things like this. And I'm like, this is where I'm fucked. This is where I'm absolutely fucked, and I can't get past it. But if I'm sending a license... Like I had told you, I said, send me your license because I guarantee I could just change the name on there by Photoshop and put my face on it. And and I would change the address because I said, give me your neighbor's address. So, you know, it'd be the same thing other than that. Um, and because it's not like they're getting the strip on the back or anything like that. So I don't know if they run the number on it, though. Yeah, they'll run the number on a, on a license here. Yeah. Well, then that, that won't work. <laughs> So, I don't know. Uh, I, I might just cancel the VPN thing because I got it for like seven days for free before I got to pay for the yearly membership, you know? Uh, but I mean, at least you can use that to look, to to log in and look, at least. Well, what is that going to do for me? I, I could go fucking, yeah. My, it's like going to a strip club. 
I could go. I could look. I can't fucking do anything. Because you can still send me the, You can still send me the money, can't you? Yeah, well, but I don't want to fucking bother you for the most part. I mean, it's a pain in your fucking ass once to a have month. to do. It's yeah. Once a month. I mean, if you I don't do, give once. a fuck, but I mean, I'm like, eh, I feel like a fuck. I feel like a like I'm bothering you. You know. It's as like, long as eh. you're not like, as long as you're not disrupting my max bet, like like on like on one That's of an issue. Own. That's a problem too, because you can't max. We can't go crazy. You know what I did the next day? Hmm. Like, so basically they put like out these WrestleMania, the, what will be the WrestleMania made event. And Drew and Brock was a favorite, but it was like joint favorite with Fiend versus Roman. Hmm. And I absolutely like hammered it for like 150. Yeah. And then like, and then the next day they had this other market. It was like, what matches will happen at WrestleMania? Like, what ma- which of these matches will happen at WrestleMania? Yeah. It was like Edge versus... Orton, oh, and then God. Edge versus Edge versus Styles was also on the market, and it was like Becky versus Shayna and Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley and um, easy ones, a couple of and Fiend versus Roman. So Jesus. I hammered all of my winnings in because I so I didn't even like withdraw them. I yes. hammered all of my I hammered all of my winnings into these Mania matches, so I can just wait to collect um, all of it like the next day. Like while I'm at fucking Orlando, because I'll be back in Orlando by then. Because <laughs> so I'm doing a crazy trip. I'm going Orlando to no Orlando, and then for four days, and then Tampa at four days, and then Orlando four days. Four, four, and four. You got to go to Hogan's Beach Shop, right? That's a must. I've done that so many times. Oh, really? Like we went, I don't know. Yeah, we met we met Hogan in Hogan's Beach Shop. Oh, that's cool. I guarantee, yeah, that place has got to be really jam packed for that week. Well, see. I, I haven't been to the uh, the one he's the new one in Tampa because he actually rent. I didn't know this, right? So he rented a shop out. This is a wrestling show now. Um, <laughs> I, 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 uh, we'll get into football he rented, soon. He rented a shop out in um, a whole shop in Tampa on International Drive, but I didn't know that it was only a three month rental. Like he only had it during WrestleMania, and that's not actually. And then the shop relocated. I didn't know you could do that in the states where you just. They have pop up shops, right? That's what that is. Well, this wasn't a pop up shop. shop. This was a fucking. This was the biggest store on International Drive. Like he had the whole corner of, hmm. of International Drive opposite uh, Coco Keys Hotel where I was staying. Um, so it was right next to um, fucking Chuck E. Cheese, and and there was Hogan there, and I was fucking forced to go to both places every day because Austin just liked to look around because he had figures, other WWE figures in there, and that's when I knew he was coming back after this um, racism thing because he had a WWE license, oh. which you need, and they'd done him his own, and they'd done him his own like Hogan stuff, which wasn't available anywhere else. They'd like made it for him, like official, like Hogan tumblers, which WWE didn't have, but he had them. Mm-hmm. So they'd like said, okay, we we'll do you this favor, like we'll manufacture loads of your stuff, but you can sell it in your own store, and then we'll sell it obviously when this is all blown over. So yeah, it's Hogan. It's gonna be, you know, I still want him to have a match. I still want him to wrestle on this show. I mean, they're talking about that, aren't they? That's a little whisper. Yeah, he's got it. Like, I mean, that would just make this card complete because it looks really good at the moment. But I think we should like, move on. Let's move on yeah. from wrestling to, to Star Wars. Did you get my picture? I scene? did. I got your picture. Explain to everybody what's going on. <clears throat> All right. So a couple of years ago, well, actually not a couple of, 2016. This is, I've never told you this story before. I don't think so, no. Oh, it's weird I wouldn't tell you this because it's quite fascinating. Um, 
all right, so me and Austin were going to this Star Wars convention and Mark Hamill and Princess Leia and a whole load of other people were, were, were there, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're in the queue for, uh, for Mark Hamill and this is how it's devised up. It's 120 for the autograph and uh, 140 for the photo. So it's Jesus. 250 for both, and it's two and it's two separate lines, right? Yeah. So he's only going to do he's only going to do one thing first, then he's going to do the other. Is this? So, I think this is if, if this is the story of well, I got one autograph, my son's supposed to get one autograph. You paid for both, and they're trying to throw you out. No, no, not quite. You, you, okay. you, you, you you've definitely heard it before. Okay, miles off, but okay. but yeah, it's not um, it's not quite. What Go you ahead. Said. All right, so. So we paid for, I paid for one autograph and one photo only, right? Mm-hmm. So I get to the front of the photo line, which is first, the autographs later on. And the woman says to me, who's having the picture? You or, you or the kid? I was like, it's both of us. Yeah. She was like, you've only paid for one photo. Oh my God. Like, it is one photo. photo. She went, yeah, but it's only one person for, for a photo. Oh my God. So she was like, so it's only one person for a photo. She goes, if you both want in, if you both want to be in there, you need two tickets. Mark Hamill goes. He goes. Uh, he goes. What's 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 going on here? And he explained it to me. He went. Oh, he went. He went I heard him, and then he whispered. He, 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 I overheard him say, "That's ridiculous." He goes, "Guys, come over and have a photo." Both, he goes, "Come on, it's fine." Both ah, of you come man. through. So like, then we come over and have the photo, and then like, because he was pissed at the lady, he then like says, "You guys got um, you guys you guys coming over to get something signed by me later?" He was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Is that it?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And he goes, "I oh, just give me that. You got a pen? I'll do that for you right now." Right? Oh, that's great! So, uh, so he signs he signs the stuff there. One figure wasn't even meant to be signed. It was just a. I got Austin two. One was to play with, and one was to get signed. But I mean, obviously, after he signed it, I'm not opening that now. So sure. I got two, right? And and a, and a couple of other bits. And he was like, uh, he goes, there you go. He goes, now you can go get your money back and spend it on something for spending oh, on something wow. for yourself. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, he really wanted to fuck. He was really angry at this woman. Like he, re- it's not even like anything to do with her. I think she's just like the convention, like just the just the queue operator or whatever, yeah. who was abiding by the rules. But I don't think he knew this was the rule to the point where they were not going to let this happen. I, I think he felt like that should have been a discretionary thing. Where okay, if someone comes at a kid, that's one photo or whatever. But anyway, he just like felt embarrassed by it, and then he was like. Oh no! You like you guys come over. He goes, "What you got? You got stuff for me in the bag?" And then just started signing shit. But he wasn't even like meant to sign. So out of this, like obviously, I have a. I told you earlier, I was like, I've got an extra figure which Mm -hmm. was never meant to get signed. Obviously, now I'm in a process of like moving, and I'm looking at obviously offloading a few wrestling bits. But I'm looking at this piece and thinking, I have this twice. One actually says to Austin on it. The other one is just signed because obviously he, would, he said, have you got any more or did you got any other stuff? So mm-hmm. he just started knocking it through. So he said he got the kid, he got Austin's name on it. He didn't ask me for my name, which has turned out to be a good thing because. And you're towering just, over him, of course, because he's uh, exactly, uh, I think he's, I think I might be taller. No, we're all, we're all crouching down to Austin. Yeah, but I'm saying you're, you're towering over him just because you're taller than him by far. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but you can see the photo, so mm-hmm. you can see that like, it's all like legit. So, you know, so, yeah, so, so you know what I'll do is, if anyone is interested in this, um, the uh, signed action figure, uh, I have a picture of it, and I'll tweet it out at Lingus Mafia. And so, if anyone is interested, uh, let us know what your bid is. 
I think I think the bidding should start at the minimum of what it costs for him to sign something and then the value of the toy. So it should be like 20 bucks plus 120 at least. There you go. So $140 starting. Pounds. Oh, pounds. There you go. So that's probably about like 170 maybe for United States. Yeah, but you don't think that people will buy it? Yeah, there's a, there's always a, a niche group for this kind of stuff. I mean, I know a couple people, so I'll post it on my Facebook. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm willing to I'm willing to listen to whatever. Like, you know, if you've got like a story, <clears throat> why, this, why this is your dream to own it or whatever, I'll, I'll hear you out. But see, I'll put it know, on there not- and I'll say, is anyone in, would anyone be interested in a signed Mark Hamill uh, Luke action figure? Contact me. And then I'll take it from there because I won't put a price or anything like that. I'll say, you know, what do you think? So yeah, and I'll I'll tell them I, I can tell them like the the starting is at this. Um, if you're it's willing nice to piece. do it's that, nice piece though, ain't it? oh yeah. And so I'll tell people, you know, if if you're willing for this, uh, you know, I'll keep your name. And if no one else is interested after a certain amount of time, as as the same on your side. If nobody else is around, then maybe you just want to go, okay, I'll sell it for the starting off price to that person because no one else wants it. Otherwise, someone else goes, well, I'll give you 200 Well, then they're in front. It's it's a live eBay. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, but I don't want like them to get my picture either. I mean, you, you can verify that it's yeah. real. That's, that, that's yeah. enough. Yeah, it's just going to be the um, the action figure picture. And uh, yeah. if they need verification, I can. So... That's yeah, like, like chop my head, chop our heads off or something. Because I know that the reason I'm not one of the reasons I, I'm not putting this on eBay is because Mark Hamill removes everything from eBay. He's like the Armored Warrior. I think Warrior copied him. Armored Warrior used to do this. Oh yeah, I remember everything was taken down from him. Yeah, <clears throat> he used to be like this is owned by Ultimate Creations because you know he won his name. I thought he just won um, Warrior. That's why he changed his name. Like it couldn't be Ultimate Warrior, so he just legally changed his name to Warrior. So then he'd be able to do shit. He's a strange guy, isn't he? Or he was. <laughs> so, um, football. There, there happens to be a game this week, and you know what? We should be like all those other fucking radio stations that's not allowed to say it. And go, you know the big game this week. I hear it constantly. It drives me crazy. The big game because they can't say Super Bowl. Because it's fucking copyrighted or something. And I'm like... Are you serious? Oh, God. It's like crazy. There are so many that go... Legally, we're not allowed to say it by name, but there's a superb game going on. Like a very big one. Why don't I say Super Bowl by name? Like, don't Super Bowl want it promoted? You would think, but I think they're licensed with certain people that can do it. Like, like if a, a store is having a fucking sale, they can't say Super Bowl sale. They can't... You know, use that name I, and I don't know why because it promotes them more and it's not giving anything to the Super Bowl other than watch the Super Bowl but it's not like somebody's going to go oh what's that let me watch that they fu- you know everyone fucking knows so I guess it's just about not making money off their name so you'll it's constant I see it um, on, on radio stations I, I got to try to have one recorded um, so I could play it for you where they don't fucking say the name. It's just always the big game this weekend. So there is a big game this weekend, uh, and it's the closest thing I've ever fucking seen for a game where 
people are having big fucking problems trying to uh, bet. And I have some prop bets for you, actually. And I want to see what your thoughts are on them. Like quite a you few. Know, I'm seeing also, I'm seeing like the most split opinion. Obviously, that's because there's no favorite. I mean, but then in the betting, I was surprised that the Chiefs have moved out to 71%. Yeah, there's a lot of money going on the Chiefs, and I guess the professional bookers are waiting so it'll go up to like two points, and then they're going to jump right. on the 49ers. That's what I keep hearing. So, What's two points going to be, though? I don't nothing. know, because a lot of people are saying by one point. I, so it's like, well, if you had two, then fucking helps. You know? Um, one of the uh, prop bets was it's plus 135, and it's Kittle to score a touchdown. Right. I so I think I would jump on that. Um, Moster to have uh, he's the the running back who just went crazy for the San Francisco, but the other right. running back is going to be playing. So it wasn't like this guy was their main guy. He just filled in and did very well. Meanwhile, he was cut by seven teams for a reason, and the Bears were one of them actually. Um, you know, in that game against the Packers, the Forty ers all yeah. all the points were scored by Bears. Can you believe that? I go, what the fuck? The only point scored was by Bears. Uh, Moster, his over-under for carries are 15 and a half. So, I'd say under. These are all right, from well, like a, a professional guy who was on the radio that I was listening I thought, to. You know when you were doing it, I thought you were going to like pick weirder props like the National Anthem. Oh, you know what he stuff. said? He goes, that? And the color of the Gatorade, the on Saturday, he said he would tweet out about the national anthem because you'll see rehearsal and you can get a good fucking bet for that. Um, and then he says the day of, you'll hear about the Gatorade and that's when you bet that. So um, these are actually like professionally studied ones, the, these props. Uh, Williams, the Kansas City running back, uh, his thing is, under four and a half receptions, and you want to go under receiving yards as well because he's not going to be seeing the ball for receptions, they say. Uh, Hill, 74 receiving yards. They said take the under. He's only gone over that like five times or four times, which is surprising because you'd think, oh, he's gonna he's the main guy. But um, they're going to be blanketing him, so they'll be on other – other guys will be open. Uh, MVP of the game. The guy said to go because there's it's like big odds, I think, on certain ones. And he said um, some secondary for the Niners. You want to do uh, Ward um, as a safety and maybe uh, D Ford on the on the line because he's trying to get a, uh, a fucking revenge game here. Um, Warner... Under seven and a half tackles. He's a San Francisco linebacker. They said it has to be seven and a half. Some people try to give you at six or six and a half. They say don't do that. Only do it at seven and a half because he's like averaging six. Um, and then they're saying if the game gets to 56, take the under. But like right now, I think it's at 54 and they weren't comfortable with that. They said if, oh, yeah, if like it gets high. There's a high percentage on the um, over. On the over. Yeah, and yeah, he's saying 
it's not going to – he thinks it'll be uh, lower scoring because everyone thinks it's going to be fucking higher. But um, he's saying – There's 72%, 72% Chiefs and 79% over. Uh, 54.5. See, I kept – I was hearing a lot of people say, you know, 30-something to 30-something. But you know how that fucking go. I mean, fuck, what happened last year in the fucking Super Bowl? 13 to 3? Whatever the fuck that was. Jesus. That was men go. That was men go over. Yeah, that that was something. So, um, what are your thoughts on the game as a as a whole? I still haven't really changed how I feel uh, in terms of I feel that the San Francisco 49ers will lead the game, and it will depend on if they can hold on to that and and what the lead is by, because I, I do think the Chiefs will, will, will. I think the Chiefs, if it's like a touchdown or whatever. I think the Chiefs will overcome. I think the Chiefs are going to win the fourth quarter, no matter what. So I think I would almost be betting it like that in terms of quarter by quarter. Mm-hmm. Like San Francisco quarter one, Chiefs quarter four. The middle is going to really decide who wins the game. Uh, when they start to the come back, um, how many points they need to come back by, that kind of thing. But I do have a very distinct feeling in my mind that the San Francisco 49ers will be leading this game and the Chiefs will end up winning it. Like, if it's not too much to overcome. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? It's not... There There was that, that guy, that Stephen A. Smith, yeah. who likes to say things to, to, rile, to rile people up all mm-hmm. the time. Um, he was saying that this... this You cannot take... Um, you cannot take... Uh, in a Super Bowl, you cannot take this quarter, one quarterback over, over the other. He goes, you, you, you cannot back Garoppolo. But he cannot win this. He cannot win this game. But the thing is, is that and he started going on about how he averages one hundred, uh, hundred and four yards a game in the super, per game in the two playoff matches, right? Mm-hmm. But has he not just already won two games? And you know, Stephen A. Smith doesn't know shit about when it comes to football. He knows basketball, basketball, boxing. He's okay. Um, like he had a whole rant about football, and like the guy he was talking about was retired. And he didn't even know. Um. The thing is, like, they go, oh, look at this many yards. He didn't have to fucking throw the ball. They didn't, it wasn't like he missed fucking people. He threw eight fucking times. They had seven yards per carry every time they handed off the ball against Green Bay. As a good coach, you go, why would I ever throw the fucking ball? Zero fucking need just because I need to fucking be cute and make my own fucking plays and go, I want to have razzle-dazzle. No. You play and fucking win, I'm handing off the ball every fucking time. If Kansas City hands off the ball and they're fucking running it at a clip like that, Mahomes is never going to throw the fucking ball. There's no reason to. So the, the problem is if the Niners get behind, and that's always the thing, the Chiefs never fucking start off hot. So if the Chiefs start off hot, I think it's over with. Um, but, I mean, fucking Garoppolo also... He beat the fucking Saints when he had to drive down the field at the end, too. He fucking marched right the fuck down. The The thing with the Niners that's scary is they're not great when it comes to mobile quarterbacks. That's where they've had their problems. Arizona almost beat them twice. They pulled it out of their ass both times with Arizona because fucking Murray's fucking running around like a fucking crazy person. Uh, fucking the MVP... In Baltimore, he ran around everybody. That that was their fucking problem there. Mahomes could fucking run around. So it's going to be one of those to where if he gets outside the pocket, 
there's going to be problems, but they're going to be trying to do that whole contain shit and have them held in. The um, the other storyline that goes around is, you know, everybody has the rooting interest pretty much for the Chiefs because of Andy Reid. They want him to get his fucking championship. They like Mahomes. And they go, look at the 49ers. What is one thing to root for them for? They've already won five championships. So you go, who, fuck off. Uh, Garoppolo has championships and is fucking handsome. So you don't fucking like him too. Um the coach, he's only 40 years old. He has plenty of time to get fucking super. That's balls. what the guy was saying. Like, he, was, he kept calling him like, porn star Jimmy can't do this and porn star Jimmy can't do that. And it's like saying, well, they, they, they won all the other games. And I know it's different. I mean, I saw a girl coming on and saying that she thinks the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs will win because they'll, they'll find a way to stop the run. And then it will come down to a quarterback matchup, which is which they can't compete with. So that made a bit more sense, in where she has the opinion that they that they will stop the run. Um, but if that, they that's stop it, that, that's a big if, though. They got a great. They're they're the old school football that everyone should be. Great defense and great at running the ball. But you know what? I think I think because they stopped Henry, I think that's convinced people. Yeah, it does. But, but it, it, it helps me, but, but at the same time, but that then wasn't why did the line. But why is the line not? three or three and a half then if, if, if the people that count are not convinced well i think it's I, the niners are 500 times better than the fucking you know uh tennessee both sides of the line they're fucking better it's pretty much the quarterback and and the receivers that are better on uh kansas city so if their line fucking boasts up if they stop the pass rush they fucking win the game but that fucking pass rush is a motherfucker and they're fucking going to be coming. That fucking Bosa is not a fucking joke either. And it's it's very fucking it's it's hard for me to even like picture that the Niners are going to lose this, but it's very fucking difficult. I I see it too much. They're just a good fucking team and I don't think they even really get their due. Like they've lost 3 games and people are like, "Yeah, but I mean, you were like that up until the the destroying game against Green Bay. You're like, they're not that fucking good." You know, because Atlanta got them. But I mean, everybody gets bit. You know, I mean, the fucking Packers got bit by fucking San Diego too. It's there's always a shit team that'll fucking get you because you fall asleep. And I think that was the Niners. They put all their balls on the wall against the Saints. And then they went home all proud of themselves and relaxed and went, eh, it's only Atlanta. And they got fucked. Now it's like, all right, everyone's concentrated. Everyone's fucking going for it. Another thing people were like, oh, fuck the Niners with because uh, their coach is like, he won the sperm lottery. He's uh, Shanahan's son. So he got an in right off the bat. I mean, there was no, I got to go find a fucking way to get in the NFL. He was fucking raised in the NFL. So a little easier to get your foot in the door. He, it doesn't take away from him being a great fucking coach. But at the same time, when people say great coach to me, I said, you know what? When they had Jimmy out last year, they won how many fucking games? A couple? Three, four? I think they were four games last year they won. Um, and I said, well, you know, the quarterback was out. Well, if everyone says the quarterback's not the fucking greatest then how come they, he made that much of a fucking difference? And at the same time, you go, okay, well, when Tom gets hurt, Belichick seems to fucking still win. So it's like he is a, he's proven he's a fucking great coach, you know? So I'm like, well, the team that they have, I mean, they did have injuries a lot and stuff like that this year. I mean, there's a lot more 
puzzle pieces like Bosa and being there and stuff like that, and Sherman being healthy, shit, you know. So it's like, well, the team is together and has their shit, you know, right and good guys and everyone's playing. So I, I think also if fucking Garoppolo got hurt this game. I don't think they're like, oh, well, I'm going to coach a great game. And, I mean, then they're, like, really going to stop the fucking run because that's all they're going to fucking gear up for. So I think it would be a different fucking world. But that's that's my thought. It's it's very, very, like like anybody always says, you know, when you can cover your ass both ways, go, I could see both teams winning. And it's funny because you could see both teams winning by a fucking point at the last second, and you could also see both teams blowing out each other. Which is fucking bizarre. Like, you could see, like, that creeps into my head that this is going to be a fucking rape in one direction for some reason. And if it was a rape in one direction, I think it would be Kansas City raping the Niners. I don't think it would be the opposite way. Uh, Mahomes is too fucking good. It's hard to bet against uh, him just running around making time and then Hill is a mile away from somebody, you know, sprinting. And he throws it and fucking nails him and doesn't pull a Mitch and throw it five feet past the fucking guy when he's wide open. I think I'm, I almost feel like the blowout will be the other way. I don't know why. I just feel like it will be a case of they get ahead and just like they did against us. And then it will be people thinking that, um, Oh, it's the chiefs. Like they, they've done this, they've done this before. And all of a sudden, when they're pressurized, they're fucked. into into playing like you know fourth and three, four, and then and making it or whatever, then uh, they'll 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 create turnovers, and then the gap will get bigger. So it won't be like ten; it will turn into like you know seventeen. See, we've but, seen also we've seen how it looks because we saw them getting blown out for a while. So you can you could actually see that happen. You go, well, I mean. Otherwise, because on the other side, you go, well, I've never seen the Niners get fucking beat the shit. Anytime they've lost, it's been by a fucking point at the end. So, and also, I think the Niner thing, I think their competition in the playoffs was not good, despite you thinking that Green Bay was good. I, I always thought they were a fake 13 wins because they had a bad, uh, they had a shit division, obviously. And they have, you know, the easier schedule because of where they finished the one before. So... They had to go through them, which I didn't think was a big deal because they killed them earlier in the year. So they showed it was like, well, we already know them. Minnesota, we both don't think is fucking anything either. So it was almost like they got the luck of the draw going in those playoff games plus the better schedule where obviously they had that three-game rough fucking patch where they lost to uh, you know um, Baltimore and beat uh, New Orleans. And But other than that, it was like, well, there weren't fucking rough games by the time they saw anybody it was like well that team wasn't that good and they seemed to you know i mean they beat up who they should they're better than those teams but they only had a couple that were really trying like these are tough games and it was like seattle in their own fucking division which sees them often and they always got in their fucking ass but other than that like i don't think their playoff they didn't i don't feel they had a fight Real teams in the playoffs. The Bears fucking swept the fucking Minnesota. It was like, I'm like, Minnesota does, it's Kirk Cousins too. I don't fucking buy it. And they were at home, so they beat the fucking piss out of them. Um, And I think Kansas City just had to play a tougher schedule as well as a fucking, a, a rougher fucking playoff, even though it's Tennessee who 
we were all like, all right, this is bullshit. But Tennessee, look who the fuck they beat, which was like, Jesus Christ. They fucking no, I beat think, the I, shit out of fucking Baltimore. I think if you're looking at the start of the seat, if you're looking at the playoffs, we, I mean, obviously they've gone on and beaten the Patriots, but you're looking at the playoffs, Tennessee and Houston were right at the bottom yeah. of the market. They were right at the bottom. That they, neither of them were really even supposed, I mean, Texans, yeah, they were like two and a half point favorites against the Bills. But really, a lot of people that week were picking Buffalo, I remember. And uh, the Titans were definitely not not supposed to come through against the Pats. So these are two teams that should have been out in week in, in week one of the playoffs, and they weren't. So, And then, I mean, you, for Kansas City, you're looking at a dream route through. San Francisco knew what their route was going to be anyway, all along. Um, the Vikings was probably a surprise. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we figured it was uh, New Orleans was going to at least win that fucking game. Yeah, and then New Orleans... But New Orleans wouldn't have won in, in the cold weather of Green Bay. So it would have been San Francisco versus Green Bay anyway. But, but for me, it's difficult because I don't want the 49ers really to win uh, because of the whole um, they shouldn't be number one seed. And last week, yeah, I didn't want the Rams to win mm-hmm. because they shouldn't have been there either. And 49ers shouldn't be here because they should have been the five seed and they wouldn't be here if they were. But now that the matchup comes around, I just... I, I, I just I do see them winning the game. I'm going to wait and see what the. I mean, not not winning the game. That's, I, I do I do see them having a better chance of winning the game. Is the right way to say it. In terms of, I think that they'll be out out ahead, and I think that the chance. I think if you're betting this game, that you want to be on the 49ers at the start because because if you want to bet the Chiefs, wait because I guarantee you there will be a point in this game where you get better. Mm-hmm. Than that minus than that minus one, I think you may even get points, or you may get the money line at plus money. But I mean, even if they don't, even think about it. If San Francisco have the ball first and they score first, aren't you immediately going to be having the better odds on oh, the Chiefs? Immediately, right off the bat. If they score first and and uh, Kansas City doesn't score on their possession, then that's when it moves. You got well, both have then, the ball at least once. Well, it can't. No, I mean, if, if 49ers score even before the Chiefs have a chance, it will already move. Like, it's going to move immediately. Even mm-hmm. if they score three points, right, on their first possession, mm-hmm. the Chiefs the Chiefs all of a sudden don't become favorites. That's just how it works. I mean, obviously, we're counting a lot on first possessions and whatnot. But, I mean, they're, they're, uh, regardless of that, the, the way that they've started slow every time. And the thing is, the thing is why I think the Chiefs will win in the end is again going back to this this buy record now that Andy Reid has because this does count as a buy, like this counts as yeah more, as a as a week off. But right? then so what's his off. fucking choke record too? He fucking yeah, fails but, in big spots and he yeah, but fucking. Not, but but those those that actually those haven't been off like bye weeks. So I I believe. But it was like no. I don't know if you got to cancel it out because it's big games he has fucking problems with, and bye weeks he's good with. So it's like. It's like putting that breaded butter on the back of a cat and dropping it. Which way is it going to fucking land? No, it's it's much bigger number. Let me have a look. Hold on, uh, Andy. I'm going to just Google Andy Reid. It's probably going to be off because a, he always fails a- in a fucking playoffs. He's been to the Super Bowl one time, and fucking Patriots beat him, of course. Uh, but other than that, everyone that's another one that people are always nervous about. They're like, oh, Andy Reid, Andy Reid. I'm like, the guy's still, I would say, Hall of Fame. I'd take him in a fucking heartbeat. But they worry about him choking. 
All right. Andy Reid is 17-3 off a bye in a regular season. But Andy Reid's post-bye record mm-hmm. extends to the playoffs. Sure. Reid has only had a bye week in the playoffs five times during his 21 career. And during each of those five years, he's gone undefeated coming off a bye. So there you go. He's unbeaten off a bye in the playoffs. Hmm. So he's 17-3 and three plus 6-0, and oh, which makes him 23-3 and three off a bye That's in his career. I was going to say three so, losses. <laughs> No, but he does lose in the playoffs, but he's never lost off a bye. Yeah, when he has no time, then he's got problem. He's got a, He's too busy having a burger to study. But he, but the thing is, off that bye, they were they were getting trounced by the fucking Houston Texans. So I don't know. I still like the, my direction to go in. I'm going to wait. I think the Chiefs will win, but I'm just going to wait. I'm going to sit, get the 49ers first, and then try and buy myself out of it because mm. I don't want them to win they don't they, they cheated they don't deserve to be here so uh, before we go here's a little story for about uh, Patrick Mahomes for you and then we'll get out of here um, he was reportedly he was eating dinner with his girlfriend in Kansas City and everybody in the restaurant knew it's him they take it you know they look at him but no one went and bothered him they let him eat and after he eats he gets up and he start he walks to the door and he turns around and looks into the thing and everyone turns and looks at him and he said this is why i love living and being in kansas city thank you all for not you know uh for letting me us eat in peace and then he paid for everybody's dinner at the restaurant i said that's pretty fucking good that's pretty good man that's having some money too who told you that that's online actually that's on uh nfl uh instagram Okay. So, all right. Well, enjoy football, everybody, and uh, happy betting. We'll we'll recap what happened next week, and then we'll get into uh, other nonsense of the show, which is uh, where the show is really going to heat up, I think, because it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be us just bullshitting. <laughs> which uh, there's a lot to uh, talk about because me and Billy just bullshit on the side without a recorder going. So once the recorder's going, you're gonna hear people getting roasted yeah there's actually like stuff i want to get to in terms of like having these having these guests back on girls and certain guys like obviously there's there's guys i know that are interesting to have on as well um i want to start going through some of these netflix shows especially the fucking um hernandez one which i can't believe you've not been watching what's it called oh aaron hernandez one i got you um and you know what i might have to play on the next show is when you um, voice texted us in the group about Derek, I might have to. Why do you that. Find, why, why you find that? I was fucking. I'm I'm driving around at five five a.m. and I'm fucking howling out loud. <laughs> it was so great. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to play it for everybody. Uh, maybe how about I, I, I play I, it after the show? And that's uh, the little Easter egg after this show. I'll I'll hit play because it'll be it'll be so far back in our fucking talkings. I won't be able to find it after that. So um, it's Billy talking about the steel cage, uh, but I'll only get it to the part where uh, you go off on Derek Montia. <laughs> it's it's just so good. Oh, I I, I still I still can't stand Derek. Of course, you fucking horse to I mean, jackass. Because the thing, the thing is, is that that whole arrangement, like now we look at what everything's happened, right? Yeah. And they're like dead in the water. We're still like going on, but we don't, you know, it's not 
the level of commitment is, is lowered. Um, but, but I mean, look at how it didn't work out for everybody since he came along. Like, everyone was damaged. Because the thing is, we were going to break... The thing is, we may... Me and me, me and Nick may never have even broke off if he hadn't come there. Because that... that... Uh-oh. Billy faded out. Um, yeah, I guess Billy... <laughs> Billy dropped off the fucking planet. Um, so yeah, uh, he's he's bothered by um, with Derek jumping on that steel cage. It, it was him being a fucking bore and uh, just straight up taking over the shows. And when Billy was supposed to just review SmackDown and the other people were reviewing Raw, then SmackDown was good, and he's going the lobby to his buddy. Hey, let me do SmackDown. It's like fuck off. So. That whole uh, Steel Cage Network is now, like, not even uh, a wrestling podcast anymore. They uh, they talk about the fucking movies. And the original people aren't even on there. Um, so, that's that. But uh, we'll, we'll get into that next week. That's a good cliffhanger uh, with Billy. So, listen now to uh, a voice message that Billy left um, and his thoughts on Derek Montilla. We'll see you next week. That's not a show that you go back to listen to. Like, if you leave it, you leave it. You ain't going back for Derek. You're not going to be like, oh, I really got to hear Derek's take on this. No matter how good Derek thinks he is, he's a fucking bore. And I don't understand how he's verified. And I don't understand he's how he's on any ver- um, any kind of radio station. I don't even understand how the fucking cunt has reproduced. How anybody, no matter how fat she is, let her put his fucking dick in her is just... An, an insult to women like that woman has no self-esteem letting that fucking horse tooth apple eating cunt like put his dick in her and the thing is is that his ego has single-handedly destroyed the podcast because the thing is is that there are other guys that hate him i hated him and i left and fucking did my own shit other people left hate him and they just left so little josh's fucking love affair with, with derek has been the death of that show other than the fact that obviously they have no personalities between them in order to build an audience or or even maintain one